0: Everyone, thank you for joining the Hotness and Sweetly Restaurant Magic Show. On our show, we like to highlight black-owned restaurants and their signature dishes. And today, we have joining us Mr. Ed Wiley and Yalom to tell us a little bit more about their awesome restaurant in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. is called the Prime Smokehouse. So we'll just go ahead and get started. Welcome, Yalom. Welcome, Mr. Ed Wiley.
1: Well, thank you. It's a pleasure being here with you today.
2: Thank you very much.
3: We so appreciate you being on our show as well. This is Sweetly. And, um, you know, we always get started off with that favorite question, how did you get started? So either one of y'all can take it away.
1: Well, you know, I grew up in a household, as you know, my father, Ed Wiley Jr., was a world-renowned jazz saxophonist. He traveled all over the world uh, playing uh, jazz. Uh, But in his early days, being from Houston, Texas, he recorded a record that became a hit, it's called Cry Cry Baby. And he went on the road at, at, in the early days and traveled what is known as the Chidlin Circuit, which is a, a network, a national sort of network of, of jazz clubs and restaurants and different things along that line that, that catered to African-American musicians during segregation. And my father had a saying in those days that if it was required that they go on the back door to get their meal, He'd just as soon not eat there. So he became this fantastic cook who cooked for his bandmates during the time that they were traveling on the road. And just that tradition of of, of good food was passed down to me. By the time I was on the scene, Father taught us how to do everything. We cooked everything, pies, cakes, he, uh, barbecue being a, a Texan was a big part of his his cuisine, so he knew how to cook barbecue. He'd dig a hole in the yard, he'd pour a grate over top of it, and a lot of musicians would be around and they would be uh, doing jam sessions and that sort of thing while meat was smoking all day. So my idea for this restaurant comes out of that tradition. I I look at Prime Smokehouse as an extension of that uh, tradition of barbecue and good music, and that's what this was founded on. We started off initially, we were in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, and then we opened in uh, Rocky Mount after the city began to renovate downtown, and they, they visited us and they said, what do we got to do to get you guys to move here in Rocky Mount? So that's how we ended up in Rocky Mount. Uh, oh,
3: So you didn't stay here and just open up one in Rocky Mount? You just had to leave us?
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I, I went to Rocky Mount from uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. We opened in Raleigh first, in Garner, right. Raleigh area, and then the city recruited us here to Rocky Mount from that area.
3: Yeah, because I've been to your restaurant several times here in Raleigh, and I, I totally miss that jazz atmosphere, you know. There are some restaurants doing it, but you guys were you were doing it well. So we do miss you here in the Raleigh area, but we're praying that you are having much success in um, Rocky Mountain. And um, the hotness and I are going to have to come out there
1: and visit and get some of them ready <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, thank you so much. And we've had a chance to really expand our menu quite a bit since we moved from Raleigh to Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, where, uh, you know, my wife, and she can talk a little more about this, but Yalom was a nurse uh, when I met her, and the healthy concept is a big part of what she believes in. A lot of times people think that soul food and barbecue and all that sort of thing has to be something that's not healthy, but she introduced a whole line of very healthy uh, cuisine to the menu. I'll let her talk a little bit about that.
0: Oh, yes. Thank you, y'all, and please, yes, elaborate on your healthy menu options because we're always trying to be healthy, so I'm very curious to find out how you tweak the menu to become more healthy conscious.
2: Well, absolutely. You know, um, so knowing, you know, our environment, our community, it was important for me that, you know, our soul food also was, you know, part of what we do. And, mm-hmm. um, and, of course, you know, Ed and our menu was really great, but how do we make it healthy? And that way people feel when they come to our restaurant, they don't feel like they're cheating themselves or their arrangements with their health. So, for example, you know, all our sites, starting with the collard greens, it does, it's cooked with a smoked turkey, so it doesn't have a lot of meat in it, and that's okay. a factor. And the salt is another thing. You know, we don't salt our food, where it's, everything is salty. It is just seasoned enough, where you know they don't have to put a lot of salt into it. And um, you know, of course, you know, barb, uh, and the ribs and the chicken and the wings—they all are seasoned very well. And salt is not first choice of seasoning, but we use a lot of different kinds of spices. I'm sure if you've had our food, you know that. And nice. um, you know, some kind of it's an Ethiopian um, uh, berbere. We call it berbere. It's a mixture of spices that gives it a really nice flavor, and then has a nice, tasty uh, finishing uh, warmth. You know, a little bit of heat, but not much. And then. Then that's the kind of rub that Ed has really included in his style of cooking for his ribs and um, chicken, uh, the barbecue chicken, and um, and of course, you know, you're wondering why she's talking about berbere and uh, the rub. Uh, it's, you know, I'm an Ethiopian. <laughs> I was okay. brought up in Ethiopia. I was born in Addis Ababa and um, grew up in, in Kenya. So I have a whole different experience about cuisine and, you know, that background. but oh, Wow, that's so wonderful because I like Yeah, yeah. and then, of it's course, of yeah, things and things. meeting Ed, you know, the collard greens, you know, we have collard greens in Ethiopia. And so, of course, where I grew up in Kenya, it's one of their stable diet uh, is Ogali and the collard greens, which is our different from you know, grapes here. So, you know, there's so many similarities, uh, uh, you know, across cultures that run, this, you know, the same lining. And, um, so our, you know, that's why our barbecue is not salty, but it is, you know, has really good seasoning and you don't have to add salt to food because that's a big factor in our community, you know, high sodium content in our diet. And, and then of course we love fish and fish products and, Mm -hmm. you know, yes, we do have fried fish for those who kept insisting, but we do amazing things with fish. So we have grilled fish, you know, we have, um, uh, broiled fish, which is again, it, it really seasoned, well-seasoned, broiled, and then on top of our, you know, a house-mixed grain salad, which is really fresh tomatoes and fresh cucumbers and curly, you know, lettuce. On top of that is your grilled fish, which is absolutely delicious. Right.
3: Well, wonderful. Well, I can guess you could say you and Mr. Wiley were a match made in heaven,
1: huh?
2: So <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't know when you get married what happens. But.
1: Uh-huh. you know, I tell you something funny, you know i i, I often talked about opening a rib shack, you know, and my wife being who she was, being who she is, she said, "I like the idea of you opening a restaurant, but i don 't want to go to a shack every day
3: oh. and so
1: she really made sure that we had a beautiful place so that people can come not feeling like they 're necessarily in a in a rundown little place, but she 's made it very beautiful there 's always fresh flowers there 's candles on the table. I mean, it's really apportioned very well, and that makes people feel comfortable if they have a suit and tie on or if they have blue jeans and a ball cap on. So it's really, it really reaches a lot of different um, age groups, cultures, and it's really a meeting place here in Rocky Mountain people love to come to.
0: Well, that sounds like we can't wait to come. I mean, from what you said, we can't wait to come and visit. Even though Wheatley's already been there to your location that was here in Raleigh, Mm -hmm. I have yet to go to the Rocky Mountain location. But we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, I want to take Yalem's and Mr. Ed Wiley's brain to figure out how did they come up with the name, The Prime Smokehouse. So we'll be right back in a second.
4: Hey, girl, that's a nice T-shirt you're wearing. Where did you get it? I got it from teamjesusclothing.com. Really? I like the messaging and the colors. They're so vibrant. Yes, teamjesusclothing.com has a lot of t-shirts and hoodies with encouraging messages. They have styles for both men and women. Wow, thanks for letting me know. I'm going to teamjesusclothing.com to place my order now. Yes, definitely go to teamjesusclothing.com And be sure to check out my favorite shirt designs, Team Jesus and Won't He Do It. I can't wait. Teamjesusclothing.com, here I come. When will I get married? Waiting can never be easy. Whether it's waiting on a taxi or a job promotion, it can be difficult. When it comes to waiting on Mr. Right, AKA Boaz, it becomes even more challenging to wait while you're single. In this lighthearted book, Where's Boaz? I don't know. I'm tired of kissing frogs, too. Best-selling author, Nevada York, offers suggestions based on the Bible's great love story of Ruth and Boaz and from her own experience of waiting on God. You will learn the attributes of Ruth and use the Ruth reality chart to do a self-check on your own attributes. Nevada also shares the 10-step plan that Ruth followed to win her Boaz. Obedience and being a blessing plays a key role. Trust the Lord and His timing. Make your season of singleness ruth defining Order Nevada York's latest book, Where's Boaz? I don't know. I'm tired of kissing frogs, too. Available on Amazon.com in paperback and Kindle.
3: All right, and we're back. But before I ask that question, because I think, um... Mr. Wiley kind of summed it up when he was talking about his dad and, and the atmosphere that he wanted and the prime and how he smoked the meat in the ground and all the, the jazz magicians were around. For y'all who are just coming in, we have had, been having a wonderful interview with the owners of the Prime Smokehouse in um, Rocky Mountain. So I said I wanted to ask the question, what was or is your customer's favorite dish
1: Wow, you know that's that's really a, a a difficult question because when I put this menu together, I put together a menu of the, my favorite things to cook and my favorite things to eat. So it's a compilation of a lot of great things. Um, smoke meat. You know the name of the restaurant, as you know, is the Prime Smoke House. So smoke meat is a big part of what we do. We use hickory and cherry wood. And we smoke meat until they're very tender. The ribs, the beef brisket. Mm-hmm chicken. I mean, all of that stuff is smoked. So that's where the smokehouse comes from. We also have a wide variety of steaks. We do grilled steaks, and they're usually they're about two, two inches thick. We do filet mignon, lobster, all of those things we grill pretty much. Um, we have fresh sea scallops, the salmon, we filet it fresh, and we have a grilled salmon, which is really beautiful, well done. But as I mentioned before, we did some other things that weren't necessarily smoked meat, weren't meat in, in general. Vegetarian dishes, our vegetarian lasagna is a big hit. We have vegetarian awesome. bean burgers. All of those sort of lend themselves to the to my wife's addition of healthy choices on our menu. So we call our restaurant the Prime Smokehouse Barbecue and Beyond because there's such a wide variety of different things, a variety of homemade desserts, all kinds of things that really make it interesting.
0: Oh, wait, you guys, I'm just I mean, I'm just like just salivating over here. Um, can you talk a little bit more about these desserts? Just you know, just just run down a list of what you'd have on that dessert menu because we like sweet. We love sweetness.
1: Well, so. you know, going back to my dad again, when I was growing up, we had a woods in the back of our house, and in those woods, a lot of different things grew. We grew peaches and these crazy oh, wow. looking uh, plums with bright red in the middle, and grapes grew there, and all kinds of gnarly looking apples. But my father could look at all of those different things and he could turn them into something delicious. And so our menu is an extension of that as well. Uh, We have peach cobbler, which is really has a butter crust on it. It's really delicious with a flaky butter crust. We have uh, uh, our bread pudding, and caramel sauce. In every poorhouse in America, there should be someone who knows how to make a bread pudding, especially the way my dad made a bread pudding. Mr.
3: Riley, you are so right because I watched my mother and my grandmother do it many times,
1: so I got that down pat. You're so right about that. Sweet potato pie, of course, big part of it, and um, and I, I make a variety of different cheesecakes. Probably eight or so different cheesecakes, from caramel bourbon cheesecake, sweet potato cheesecake. Coconut, almond, all these different cheesecakes—about eight or so of those. Uh, oh my
0: goodness, we can't handle
1: this. Can you handle this, Sweetie?
3: Please? I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> but I'm ready to get in my car and roll. But
1: all these double churn vanilla ice cream is ready to glop on top of that to make it extra delicious. Um we have a, a a a chocolate cake we call it our Mile High chocolate cake which is really chocolatey and rich.
3: Yeah I saw that. I saw that yeah. on our page. Yeah, website. We were just like oh my
1: goodness. this and cake look at those ribs. Oh gosh. So we Yeah I that. like when people go on uh, prime Com and check out some of the things that we do you know and and one of the things as well is we just recently set up our online store which is becoming a big part of our business. Anywhere in the United States that you are, you can go to primesmokehouse.com, hit the Buy Barbecue button. You can get our famous macaroni and cheese, our meats. I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, we're really excited about where the business is going and just how people are responding once they've had a chance to check us out.
3: All right. We were going to ask you guys that. How is the business going and where is it going? So you just answered that. But there is a question for every, you know, person that's inspired or trying to, you know, do their own thing. Um, one of them is, was there ever a time when he just said, okay, this is it. I'm giving up. I'm not going to do this.
1: I'm throwing in a towel. My wife is looking at me, and she's cracking up right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you know what my advice to people would be, a few bits of advice, but one real piece of advice would be stick with it. If you think you have a good concept, you can't give up. And I didn't know this at first, but I learned this later, which is, You can't expect to really make money in this business until you've toiled the soil for quite a while. You know, if you see yourself trending up steadily, you know that eventually you're going to cross that break-even part and come into some semblance of prosperity through the business thing. The other thing, too, is all the money you think you need when you do your business plan, and always start with a business plan, all the money you think you need to do it, even Mm -hmm. if you exaggerate the expenses, Take that number and multiply it times three. That might be closer to the amount of money you need to do this. Wow. Um, the other thing I would tell everybody to do is understand that you should do something that you're passionate about. Don't just open up a restaurant that you don't have any grounding in. Like I told you, this is really an extension of my dad to music, so you always hear jazz playing in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. the food is true to my heart, things I grew up cooking, grew up loving to eat, so it's something that's natural, not just something you go to culinary school and say, okay, I learned how to make that, so I'm going to put it on the menu. Do it because yeah. it's a part of you and it's a part of your culture, it's a part of your family, and you know that other people are going to appreciate you for the, for the amount of energy that you put into doing that.
3: Yeah, you can tell by your food, you know, you're cooking with love. There's lots of love in your food, and we appreciate <laughs> that very much, very much so. So I had another question for you guys. Being husband and wife and being together 24-7, how's that working for
1: y'all? i let, look, I've spoken enough. Let me let my <laughs> wife talk. I love it, but I got to let her do her talk.
2: <laughs> you know, I always say, isn't it better to have just one boss? <laughs> because, I, and then, you know, he's the boss here. Uh, that's okay. But then we go home and, you know, I can only deal with the same boss. So I don't have to have different places and different bosses to deal with. So, uh-huh. no, actually, you know, it's, very, very. Grat- there's a lot of gratification that comes with working with your partner in life, because um, you know you grow together. You, if there's difficulties, you try to solve their difficulties together. You really get to know the person very well and their talents and gifts that they have that you never thought that you would ever know. You know, yeah. we're just being really a husband and wife, and both of us worked in different places and did different things. I would have never known that the man I married had so many gifts and talents in him that this business has actually made me see who he really is. Because, you know, he comes in from a background of journalism that, yes, I did read his articles. Yes, I did read his websites when he was editing uh, the BET magazine uh, news. And all of the stuff that I work with when I was at John Hopkins in the afternoon around 4 o'clock, they always go and say, oh, let's see what Ed Wiley wrote today. And, you know, they all were interested in what comments he has to say and how he replied to this and that. But that wasn't something of my world that I, you know, that was something of his own world alone and that I enjoyed reading him. But now that we do this, I see where his writing, where his editing, where his eye comes in into play, where we're doing our menus, where we are outlining our uh, n- you know, new concepts, when we're you know, doing our barbecue sauce, how the picture has to be taken. He has this just very fine editing eye that I would have to trust someone else that I would have to hire. And when you hire somebody, it always depends on what they give you because all at the end of the day, it's all about the pay. And sometimes right. you, may not, not, you may not even get the truth, the whole truth, just to please you they'll say, Yes, ma'am, that was good, yes, we'll do it the way you want it. I don't know about writing. So how could I get the best product? So in that way I've really, really enjoyed and working with my husband. Well, I appreciate I appreciate that, Yalam and I was just thinking
0: about other couples who possibly are, you know, working together. So do you have any advice or wisdom for other couples that are, you know, working together and having to have to go home um with each other?
2: And, you know, it's not to say that we don't have our moments, you know. Um, so it is not easy, yes, I agree, to work with your husband or with your wife because we each are individual persons and we each, in, each one of us have our own challenges. Uh, but the dynamic thing about, um, you know, being in this business or other businesses who are in is that we have to remember that we, we are an example of our businesses to our staff. Exactly. Yes, and therefore, yes. we must respect each other. We must mm-hmm. respect each other and show respect to each other around our staff. And it doesn't mean I disrespect him or he disrespects me at home, but we have to hold whatever we need to say to each other until we go back to an office, just like we would do with our staff members. We'd have to take it back into privacy and have addressed that issue. And also, you know, to use the moments that we have that misunderstanding or mis you know, consumption usually, it's really not communicating clearly what our needs are, is to really handle that before we leave the office, deal with it, and then once we leave, we get out of the restaurant, it's just a whole different communication. Then I become the wife, then he becomes the husband. <laughs> so it's really good to play our role when we are playing them at the restaurant, and then when we go out of the restaurant, then of course, it's, you know, it is he cooks for me at home, and or I make coffee for him, so it's a whole different relationship just to keep the marriage for, for you know. Mm-hmm.
1: But I have, to, I have to add this, too. If you don't get along already, this won't help you. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we, we get along well. We were, you know, we weren't kids when we got married, you know, and this is both our first marriage. We really appreciate what each of us brought to the table. You know, and we have we have fun together. We have a good relationship. If you don't have that to start off with, then I don't think that, you know, being in a high-pressure situation like having a restaurant is – we never take the troubles of the restaurant in our house, ever. We resolve it, we deal with it, and we go home and we enjoy each other. So I think that's really an important, important lesson. Right. We
3: work at the door, and when you're home, you're home. That's awesome. I have a question <laughs> I like that I wanted to ask was, um, when you're coming up with your dishes, you know, is that something that we do corporately? But we got a break now, and when we come back, we'll follow up with that question.
5: My name is Jimmy Davies, and I'm the owner of the every. Black family of websites. I created EveryBlackEntrepreneur.com because we must become entrepreneurs, and we have to use technology to level the playing field. We support our members by highlighting them in a weekly email announcement. We create a monthly directory where every member has a full page display. One of the largest advantages of joining the EveryDot Black family is the ability to network with all of the other members. We have also partnered with the Truth Network to provide a 10% discount for anyone joining and using the discount code of TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, when signing up. Go to everyblackentrepreneur.com. Click on the sign up button and join today. You can reach us at 919-265-265. 8045 sign up today and join the movement to achieve economic freedom shouldn't
4: laws be black and white doesn't everyone deserve the same treatment for 15 year old Gemini Berry the answers are obvious but then a crime shocks Gemini's small town and she learns that many adults see things in shades of gray in Mika Chanel's novel, Just As the Sky is Blue, Gemini Berry is forced to grow up fast when her mother agrees to play a central role in a sensational murder trial that tears her small town apart. As the child spins out of control, secrets are revealed and old deaths are settled and Gemini's life is ultimately changed forever. Order Mika Chanel's book, Just As the Sky is Blue. Just As the Sky is Blue is available on Amazon.com, Kindle, and Audible.com.
0: We are back with Mr. Ed Wiley and his beautiful wife, Yalom, discussing the prime smokehouse in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. I mean, this if you guys could see the food on this website, you guys would just try to jump through your computer screen. I'm not lying, because it's just looking that delicious. But before we went to commercial break, um, Sweetly had a question for Ed, and I'll let you
2: continue, Sweetly.
0: Well, Mr. Wiley, I know that you did indicate that a lot of your dishes came from your dad
3: but I'm pretty sure that um, now that you and Mrs. Jalham are together, you have created some wonderful dishes um, together. If there was just one dish that you and Mrs. Jalham created that you could only put on your menu for people to have, what
1: would it be? Well, let me say this. Uh, the, the thing that, is, um, that I think of automatically is the dish that was inspired by my wife. It wasn't something that she grew up fixing or it something that we developed together, but she definitely inspired it being on our menu, and that is our seafood gumbo. Uh-huh. Um, that's because when I met her at a dinner party, my first words to her was, did you try the gumbo? She said, no, I haven't tried it. I said, well, let me get you a bowl. Uh-huh. I went and got her a bowl of gumbo. She it ate it.
3: over gumbo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that triggered a whole relationship, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh huh. And so we, the menu. I even tell a story about how I met. She and I met over that bowl of gumbo, and we talked All about. And right. she and I, I didn't realize that she was a serious jazz lover. She she had met Dizzy Gillespie and become friends, and you know knew a lot of musicians and had been a, a fan of my dad, which made me even more excited, you know. And so it was it was really uh, the gumbo, I, th- I think. Yeah.
3: All right. I love it we got to have us some gumbo when we go to meet. Maybe we'll find out Boaz. Huh?
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it is, too. It's it's a very complex dish. It's simple and complex at the same time, which well, is what,
0: Yeah, very that's what I'm f- going um, um, my, my family from Louisiana, so we also make gumbo, so I was
1: curious. Ah, yeah. You know, and you know, one thing you have to know if you're making gumbo is the roux has to be very rich and velvety, and you can't mm-hmm. – if you burn it a little bit, you've got to start all over. So roux alone – which is the thickening sort of um, uh, that you use in the gumbo. It, you know, it t- can take you a couple hours just to make the roux. And if you're wow. a Louisiana girl, you know what I'm talking about. You have to have oh, plenty yeah. of fresh, delicious seafood, nice big shrimp. Uh, I do a mixture of different things in my gumbo. I put fish and shrimp, and I use chicken and andouille sausage. And the spices, is a, uh, a filet spice, which is a ground sassafras. We use fresh peppers and onions and garlic it's really a very rich dish and it's a big hit in our restaurant but my wife inspired that big hit
0: wow we have a few minutes left but before we go because i i'm on your website and i'm looking at this um your store right where you can order food from your store so are you guys like busy during thanksgiving are you saying people like Before Thanksgiving, they can just possibly order, like, some menu options. She wants to know because she don't cook, (laughs) y'all.
1: Well, look, let me say this. Online store is always busy, and we're constantly – our phone rings off the hook with how – how um, delicious that food is when you get it on our website. We are very excited about that because we just – actually, that – that, that, the store on our website is only about three months old right now, and this is a very busy place, but we don't mind being busy, you know, so, so it's a lot of fun. Yes, it is a big part of our business now, and we're excited about it.
0: Yeah, so you're saying yes during Thanksgiving. Is that what I
1: heard? And yes, and um, we expect to be busy during Thanksgiving. We haven't – this is only three, three months old, so we haven't gotten to Thanksgiving yet, but we expect – it's going to be busy during Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays, so I always tell people get your order, and as soon as you can, you know, we'll we'll lock it down and make sure that it happens.
3: Oh, wonderful, wonderful. We have so enjoyed you guys. So before um, we leave, because we got about two minutes left, Mr. Um, Wiley and Mr. Jallum. I would like for you to let the people know how they can get in touch with you, where they can find you, and if there are any special nights that they need to come out and just enjoy a special jazz night. Do you have any other things that you'd like to tell us that we can reach you?
1: Well, let me say, first of all, thank you. It's been such a pleasure to be on on this with you today. Uh, The best way to to connect with us is our website is one way. We're at primesmokehouse.com, primesmokehouse.com. Our Facebook page is The Prime Smokehouse. Uh, You can also give us a call. Feel free pick up the phone. Give us a call at area code 252-972-7770, 972-7770, that's 252, area code We always encourage reservations. We're right in the heart of 95 along the Eastern Corridor. We're uh, equal distance between Florida and New York City. So if you're anywhere on that, when you get to North Carolina, come in and have a meal with us. Put your reservation in, and we'd love to take care of you.
2: Awesome, awesome. And we're open for lunch from 11 a.m. and uh, Monday to uh, Thursday and Friday, and Saturdays we stay till 10 p.m., so we're open every day for lunch at eleven AM.
3: Wonderful. Thank you for that, Mr. Because
2: a lot of people like to have
3: lunch and change it up sometimes. So all right, Raleigh I know y'all already know, so Raleigh
0: knows as well now. And so does everyone listening to 88.1 The Truth. And we just want to thank Ed and Yalom for joining us. Thank and, you. Yeah, thank you for um, telling us all about the lovely Prime Smokehouse. And we can't wait to try it. I mean, I can't wait to try it. I mean, I may have to leave sweetly here in Raleigh. No, you won't. No, <laughs> yeah. I'll be there. i got to get that gun Well,
1: we'll keep the pots on for you. Look forward to seeing you.
0: Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And um, to our audience, until we meet again, thank you.
3: This is the Hot Nixon Weekly checking out
0: what your restaurant is all
3: about. Bye.